0: You are listening to Claret & Blue, an Aston Villa podcast brought to you by Birmingham Live. Hello and welcome back to a bonus episode of the Claret & Blue podcast, our first signing announcement, which is uh, nice to say at last. As we record this right now on Monday morning, uh, Samata has not yet signed, so we're not going to talk about specifics on contract length or wages or anything like that, because obviously we don't know. But if if this video is out hopefully today it means he's now signed so Ali Samata or do you want to give him his first M-Wana, name Ali Samata Mwana
1: yeah I'm, I'm not 100% but <laughs> not I. I have listened to pronunciations all morning and uh, do you know when people record it and yeah, send yeah. it off um, to a website upload their own pronunciation of it there's like four different versions and one of them is just the robot saying <laughs> it as Mwana um, so yeah, I'm going to go with m because it, it seems
0: to be Ali Samata, isn't it? Yeah, it, is what it, it,
1: what it will go by. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've been using the full um, the full name in our headlines, but yeah, I guess uh, Ali Samata or Samata, uh, Villa's new striker. Happy to have him there. So I'm
0: going to kind of play the role of the guy that doesn't know anything about him, which is definitely not true because I know all about him. Of course, <laughs> of course I do. Uh, I've done loads of research, uh, and you've done obviously because you've written about him. You've had yeah. to kind of look into him a little bit. Again, I've, I've watched a, a YouTube video. Looks decent. You can't judge too much off that. Looks good in the air for a guy that's. I don't think he's six foot. Is there. I think he's five ten, five eleven. Or yeah, he's like a bit that. smaller than six foot. So, I mean, the, for the one that springs to straight away is the goal against Liverpool in the Champions League last year. An absolute bullet header. I love that. Love that. And for a side that's not scored ahead of this season as well which is mental hopefully he can can start to fix that so I kind of want to play the role of the fan that probably won't really know much about him and hope that you've done enough research in your articles that you could kind of bring us all up to speed on who this guy is and what we can expect from him well firstly no no pressure
1: yeah firstly to (laughs) striker Dan which is you know it's massively basic at basic level that's massively important we saw against Brighton um, Villa play kind of with a false number nine which basically an attacking midfielder and two wingers yeah That doesn't encourage teams to kind of, you know, sit back. That encourages them to play a high line and put Villa on, you know, on the back foot um, because you don't have that pacey forward or a focal point. And when we saw Vasilev come on, Indiana Vasilev, for his Premier League debut, we actually saw you know, a striker, make strikers runs and be able to press that back line yeah. and Brighton were pushed back a little bit. Having that focal point like Samata, a pacey forward who can run in between the lines and make those smart runs will make teams think twice at the very least at a base level without goals. Make them think twice about sitting up against Villa. And it's and such a basic on. concept it isn't is, it, yeah.
0: to, to think that. Like when, uh, when Vasilev came on I think he touched the ball off have seen somewhere like three or four times yeah. or something, but it just changes the game. Like I kind of stuck up for El Ghazi and I know it was against Man City and we lost 6-0 but the ball went up to him a few times and he controlled it well he want to flick on or something it's like you know he's, he's he's doing his best kind of thing but those things that you are taught as a striker the runs and the kind of awareness and stuff like that El Ghazi and Jack and Trezga and all these people that are playing as the furthest forward, they've not learnt that part of the game. I know it's still football, but it's it's different. That's not they haven't got the natural instinct that a, st- a striker's got. So as you say, to get him in and we've now got someone mm. who can actually play as a number nine, that's his that's his role. Like that is a kind of a relief now that okay, like he will play, he will know how to make these runs and hopefully obviously we need he'll score goals as well.
1: Yeah, I mean the best case scenario here is that Villa <coughs> improved without the striker needing to score goals yeah. because that threat or the, the intention of that threat of having a strike who can run in behind off a long ball off the back of Tyrone Mings for example yes. that is now a threat again that is now something Villa can do in the last few games we've seen teams kind of push up high against Villa because Villa you know they don't have that, that focal point he's going to an attacking midfielder, he's breaking wide and crossing into the box for like no one because yeah. the other wingers that too far out wide or dragged across so it has really affected Villa's team shape to play you know I'm, I'm all for that that tactic of playing you know, strikerless or with a false number nine, but Villa They're haven't, no option, they haven't trained it. Yeah. They haven't trained it, so it's kind of like it's been off the cuff. It's worked to an okay level, but now Villa have some threat again. I think if Samata can do what he's done for Genk, and that's run behind the man, create those, you know, spearheading that attacking line. he's scored plenty of goals in Belgium, and I know people are looking, you know, not looking at that in a favourable light. But that is, you know, that, that it's an undervalued league. Yeah, you, you buy quality players from Belgium. Christian Penteke came from Belgium. We all know what he did at Villa. So you know. I'm going to wait till the Premier League games to judge him. Yes, very wise. <laughs> uh,
0: in recent weeks, obviously, we've gone to three at the back. Mm-hmm. That's a new thing. And then we all of a sudden go to three at the back without a striker. So we, mm-hmm. it's kind of no surprise that we've we've struggled a little bit. Um, do you think that we'll stick with this three at the back system and have a Go and Al playing off Samata, Or is this a case of we'll revert back now and Samata will be the, the leading line and we'll go back to what we saw before Christmas? Obviously it's hard to judge.
1: Yeah, it's really hard to judge because on one hand you may have kind of the same formation um, except some matters now in the centre. Jack Grealish is out wide. Trezeguet or on the other flank and it's Samata spearheading that line instead of dropping back Yeah. Um, but then they could play Grealish behind uh, maybe one of so, so, Samata in front of him it, it, there's a lot of variables here and we're not going to know because this is kind of a new thing for Villa now to play this back free with an actual striker I think yeah. we had like one game it was Burnley yes, wasn't it? Was 75 odd minutes yeah. of Wesley and that we were playing a different style with Wesley we were kicking it to him allowing him to hold it up you with know, an exceptional ability he has to hold the ball up and bring players like Grealish and it was working fantastically until he was you know shaken off for the rest of the season um but yeah we'll see with Samata maybe a a different approach and that's playing through um the defenders playing through balls into him running in behind do you think that if if we stay as as we are now and 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 Trezgo El
0: playing off off him and Jack is, is obviously playing further forward as well do you think that now they've had to play as a striker they'll kind of know how to support a striker better? Because even when Wesley was there it was still an issue that okay well, we're not getting close enough to him to support him Do you think now that maybe they've had to play that position of having no support where they'll kind of go okay I know I need to get closer to this guy now because I know how hard it is when you don't get service or is that kind of too simplistic?
1: Um, no it's right but like then you have other teams kind of if you press too high to if you have like a flat front three that allows the other team to kind of exploit those spaces left behind. So it's always, yeah. you know, you've always got to play smart however you line up. But I think they might take a bit more of a favourable view now these players of, you know, a striker's job. I think Samata's job is going to be slightly easier than Wesley's because Villa, I don't see him being this kind of hold-up guy like Keenan Davis, like Wesley, or even what we try to make Amor Al Ghazi against um, Man City, this yeah. kind of guy who chests it and makes a chance for someone else. I think he'll be playing in off the back instinctive runs, you know, through the, through the Strikers and aiming to get on the on the end of some of these crosses that we're putting in because yes. so far these crosses have been useless and you know we, without a striker it's, it's been poor you, you see crosses just float over everyone and there's no wing on the other side to pick it up because they're, they're attacking so I think maybe we can actually take advantage of some of these crosses going into the box now
0: also the, having a, a pacey forward again for the <laughs> first time somebody <laughs> with a bit of pace in a, in a forward area regardless of kind of I mean obviously if he gets one-on-one and he's terrible at finishing a bit like Gabby during his days <laughs> you kind of think oh don't, don't, don't back him to score kind of thing um, you just you just feel more dangerous just off the back of someone he's going to if I was a defender I'd be scared of anyone who's got pace even if you you think you're kind of quick as a defender if someone's running at you full pelt chasing long ball yeah. I'm kind of thinking oh I'm, I'm, I'm in trouble here so even just that danger level of first of all for Villa he's a striker we needed a striker that's base level like you said but to have I kind of I feel like having pace almost kind of makes up for other deficiencies in his game if there are any obviously I've not seen enough in t- to know because at least he'll stretch the play a little bit and he'll 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 close people down and and lead that attack and I said to me on Twitter the other day if he's kind of pressing his man and then Jack follows and Trezeguet follows and then the crowd suddenly go okay look yes we're, we're yeah. trying something here. That kind of little moment of somebody having somebody being a focal point and pressing people down with a bit of pace all, all of a sudden gives you a little bit of a lift, and that's all we need at the moment, just on that very, very basic level. We all just need a lift, and if Samata comes in and delivers that as well as goals, we'll all be going, Yes, here we go.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, it gives opposition defenders something to think about, whereas, you know, obviously, you don't want to be too unfair to where the the guy's injured, but his way of playing was he would hold it, or he would get the ball, pass it off, get it again on the edge of the box and lay it off to another forward, Grealish, Valgarzi, Trezeguet in the box, and that wouldn't always work because that, Wesley would have people on him, and um, the other bloke running him, whether it's Grealish or Trezeguet, would be often double marked and have to run for a maze of players. And Grealish is capable of that. We've seen that plenty of times, but it's a difficult situation to score. And I think Samata gives Villa the opportunity to strike earlier and strike from deeper um, than before. With Wesley, I think we had to build up a bit slower. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we're spraying it out to the wing, which then you had to wait for people to arrive in the box. I think with Samata, we can strike earlier. And I think we'll. I don't know how he'll get off. You know, start off um, his life to England in, in England in the Premier League, but signs are promising. This guy is a goalscorer. I think in Belgium he's got a goal every two games. You know, point five per ninety goals. So you know, that's prom- that's a promising start enough for me. He's won the Ebony Shoe, which is an award for you know the best African player no, in Belgium. It's you know, it's it, that that's got that's a, an award with prestige yeah. in Belgium. Lukaku's won it. Vincent Kompany's won it. These these players are of a certain quality. Yeah, and Samato is now in that group. Um, thing that I kind of had
0: no idea about was that he's a captain as well, yeah. which I remember saying in the year that uh, was it the first year in the championship or the second when we started signing like the Whelans and the Yellinaks and people like that and McCormack as well. And we we're like, oh yeah, we've got like a team of captains here. Like they've all, that, that's surely going to be worth mm-hmm. something. We have kind of looked at this whole lack of leadership thing over the season when Mings is out. Who's barking the orders? He and looks like a good character. He's gone now. Obviously, we're, we talk about Pepperino in our other podcast. He comes in and brings that back. But we've never had that in a, a forward position, uh, a player that's going to kind of lead from the front, essentially. Mm. So the fact that he's captain for Genk and the, his national side as well, that brings a wealth of experience that we need in, at the other end of the pitch. So it kind of feels like we've now got that kind of role throughout the whole side now,
1: in yeah. theory. So if you watch any interview of him speaking to <coughs> like Genk's official fan ch- like club channel, he speaks very well of... L- The intangibles required to be a striker, like confidence. Really? Yeah. um, He he knows that goals are important to kind of his livelihood. If you're not scoring, it's going to be harder to score because you're going to be thinking twice about taking certain opportunities. Yeah. So, you know, he's a leader of the, he's not just the captain of the Tanzanian national side he's, the, he's like the genuine leader it's easy to get given an armband and kind of run around on a pitch but to be the leader you know 1.2 million Instagram followers which nice. like I know a lot of people won't take that into consideration that is the size of Birmingham and that is a yeah, lot that. of Tanzanian support. You know, you, you've seen on the Twitter feeds, any news about Samata, Tanzanian fans over from Team yeah.
0: 4. I saw your, your tweet you posted from the uh, the work account, got like 3,000 likes or something. I was like, I've never seen those numbers here. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on? And you got all these comments. Like I was logged into the notifications. It was just It's just like every tweet was in like a language I just couldn't understand. I was like, mate, this is going crazy. And I saw an article saying, I don't know if it's here or not, talking about you've, na- you've now got like 57, uh, 57 million Follow, uh, new yeah, a population in, in of of the Tanzania the whole so, population yeah. he's now a lot behind this guy because he's their kind of representative in the Premier League I don't know whether there's been a Tanz- Tanzania well, player in the Premier League before I mean
1: look at the impact that Marvellous Nakamba had yeah, like, exactly. from, from followers in Zimbabwe that has maybe half if that the population of Tanzania which is a huge country so yeah this is a real kind of move of some some cultural standing. To and he's the captain
0: of their, their national team. They all love this guy, and now they can follow him with Villa. Yeah, and he's so got that that kind of uh, respect and weight about him that he brings with him. Yeah, it? That's this, what we that's what we need a bit of bit of bite. I think
1: this guy's already. You know, I, I know a lot of Villa players will judge a new transfer on how he performs for Aston Villa. Yeah, hundred percent. Like we're talking yeah. here on, on things that. I'm not going to say irrelevant because obviously we
0: can't talk about anything other than this at this stage like as yeah. we're recording this he's not even signed yet no. <laughs> despite all four through in this video he's into the abyss forever um, but ultimately people will be thinking well I want to see him play if he, if he plays the next five games and he doesn't score that's an issue still isn't it for Villa in this moment this yeah. season so he needs to I, I said it in a, a podcast previously whoever we sign needs to hit the ground running which is difficult but that's what as a striker especially he has to come in and score goals immediately and
1: I'm praying that he does yeah I mean I, I, I do genuinely believe that he doesn't even need to start scoring for Villa to be a better team just because of the threat he brings but yeah you know the guy's a goal scorer Hopefully he gets off the mark for Villa sooner rather than later and it, things start to look up for this side. I think people are speaking, a bit, this is more of a thing for the podcast, but people are speaking far too quickly about the, the fear of relegation when we're in January. I think we're like seven odd points <coughs> behind Arsenal. So things probably aren't as bleak as they seem. I think we look too part of that the current table position than what we could be, and I think with matter we could be a better team
0: well, for sure. Look at Southampton and Watford. Bef- you know, November, December, blue. Going, well, well, Watford are probably going to be the ones that go you down. You can't do that. Southampton are ninth or something now. Like, I know it's 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 always hard in the moment to kind of look that far ahead. But but if let's say Villa win the next three, I don't know who those the next three are off the top of my head. I know the next two are easy issued soundpaper. Mm. If Villa win the next three, all of a sudden we're way further up the table than we expect and you kinda go, Oh, what were we worried about? So you can't it's it's silly to kind of make too many judgments at the moment, but you can't on the other hand, you can't not be concerned that Villa have got two or three serious injuries and currently have been playing without a striker. That's a lot to be concerned about, but hopefully, like I say, if he grabs a couple of goals or helps helps us perform mm. in a better way all of a sudden things do look a little bit more Rosa
1: yeah and look people say he's going to be under a lot of pressure and I think no the pressure he's He's been under all his life is to be the influence for an entire entire country. And look the way he's spoken into to the media, in interviews, in personal documentaries, is that he wants to play for a top European club with top European history, and he's one step closer to that now. Yeah. If you perform for Aston Villa, and I hate to say look, we've got to look at players in a different way now. We can't look at them what as, as one club people anymore, that they do look they have aspirations and they have goals, and yeah, exactly. not just to play for Aston Villa, unfortunately. And you know, this player wants to play at the big clubs in Europe and this is this is how you get noticed now is by performing in the Premier League so hopefully he can go on and do that I know he wants to so fingers crossed that's the thing
0: isn't it like I remember going back to uh, the whole Grealish thing if he leaves if that does happen it means that he's performed well enough for Villa so You just have to take that at this stage. Like if Samata comes in and scores 20 goals and gets a move to Arsenal or whatever, he will have scored 20 goals
1: for Villa, so we will have had some success off that. So I'll just take that at the moment, regardless of what happens in the future. As Villa fans, I think we all fantasise about kind of that striker announced straight on a Tuesday night, (laughs) kind of under the lights, two goals... Villa down, you know. Villa are down two goals in the going into the break. <laughs> Samatta comes on, hat trick, three in front of the whole end. I think they're we all we all have to announce
0: him at, yeah. at time and then he just comes on for the second half anyway. Yeah, I'd love that. Imagine that. But,
1: um, yeah, we all have these dreams, and we kind of kind of project them onto the players yeah. a little bit. Look, I don't. If he doesn't play against Watford, I think that's okay. We all want it to happen, but look, this is the situation we're in, and this is the cards we've been dealt. So. Yeah. Like uh, we're, we're, I remember saying like look I know uh,
0: signing players is easy but we know we needed a strike like why haven't we done it earlier there's factors in that, that, that make this difficult Dean Smith is probably pulling this out thinking oh I need him like but the things you have, you know the hoops you have to jump through to get these players through the draw in January is especially given the work permit stuff you can't they can't do anything about it can you it's just the yeah. way the way of the world so I think that kind of pretty much sums sums him up you can stick a video over me on YouTube and watch some goals which I know is a terrible way to judge a player these days but that's literally all we've got so he seems a good character like you said the interviews he, he's spoken well the fans seem to love him in Genk and obviously in his, his home nation as well so get him on that pitch and get him scoring goals is,
1: is all I want to say yeah I just want to see him in a Villa shirt now I don't know what number he'll take um, 11's taken what's the, what's by available there's a there's not, yes Available? I don't but know he's definitely so like like Bentec, yeah, 9, 10, yeah. 11 are done so he'll yeah. have to
0: uh, be what, a bit
1: what's original his, what's his number now 10 10 hmm. have okay. to beat Grealish
0: for that that's yeah, not, not going to happen is it no but we'll see I, I mean yeah it's weird isn't it that I'm now looking forward to seeing what number he's going to wear that's how much <laughs> like I want this signing to just be done now and out of the way so yes uh, that's our little round up of uh first name Mwana Ali Samata perfect thank you very much uh, so if you've enjoyed this little kind of reaction video I guess you'd call it to the, the sign in then, uh, then do let us know and we'll, we'll potentially do more of these if we sign more players <laughs> we'll see what happens <laughs> uh, stick up uh, an iTunes view and all the rest of it leave your comments on YouTube if you want to get involved in the conversation and I'll get back to you and uh, thanks James thanks very much for listening everybody and
1: uh, up the villa up the villa thank you for listening to Claret and Blue an Aston Villa podcast if you enjoyed today's episode, then please let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode. Until then, up the villa.